Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 101 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining back with us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 30 to 36 in the week of April the 5th to April the 11th. And today we're going to move on to Doctrine and Covenants section 33 where we learn of another individual, or in fact another two individuals, um, who receive a revelation from the Lord through the prophet Joseph Smith about their call to teach the gospel uh, to the American Indians at that time. Um, the first one uh, we'll talk about a bit more is Ezra Thayer. The other one is Northrop Sweets, and uh, we don't have as much information on Northrop as within a, sh- a short while after receiving this revelation, he unfortunately decides to go and begin his own uh, church, which doesn't uh, succeed for very long. But Ezra there is an interesting one. Uh, and if we look in the um, historical resources section of the Come Follow Me manual uh, on the Gospel Library app, uh, there is a whole chapter dedicated to him in Revelations in Context about this section. Uh, and so let's have a look at where he began, really, his journey. Um, it says, quote, earlier that year, some of the workmen he employed told him, this is Ezra Thayer, of rumours circulating about Joseph Smith and the translation of the Book of Mormon. Thayer rejected the, the story as blasphemy and was filled with wrath about it. His brusque reaction was due in part to the fact that he knew the Smiths, having previously employed Joseph, his father, and his brothers to work on projects near Palmyra. The idea of Joseph translating and publishing a book of scripture was totally incongru- incongruous with what Thayer knew about the educated young man, close quote. The un- un- uneducated young man, that is. Um, it's interesting this, because Ezra Thayer's issue with um, the experience that he heard about Joseph translating the Book of Mormon from the gold plates wasn't the fact that it was a, an unbe- unbelievable story for him, or something which he didn't think could have happened, but it was rather the fact that it was Joseph um, that had done this, and he knew that Joseph did not have much schooling, was clearly un- was uneducated, and knew that you know he wouldn't have been able to do such a thing. That is, of course, without the um, the help and power of God. And so he was very um, dismissive of the story to begin with. Um, after a while, though, his brother um, persuaded him to go visit with him uh, to go listen to to the to the Smiths preach. Um, so it says, quote, on a Sunday in early October, the two brothers travelled roughly 12 miles to the Smith Farm in Manchester, just above, just south of Palmyra. When they arrived, they encountered a large concourse of people filling the lot around the Joseph Smith Senior's log home, spilling out into the road. Intent on hearing what was said, Thayer jostled through the crowd to get a place near the stand at the front. As Hiram Smith began to preach, Thayer's resistance melted away. He later wrote about his experience. Every word touched me to the inmost soul. I thought every word was pointed to me. The tears rolled down my cheeks. I was very proud and stubborn. There were many there who knew me. I sat until I recovered myself before I dare look up. After the sermon, Hiram showed there a copy of the Book of Mormon. As he took and opened it, he was filled with exquisite joy. Close quote. Ezra Thayer knew from that moment that this book was true, that it was scripture from God. Um, and he was converted. Um, he then obviously had to take it home to his family and to his friends, and there was, there was a lot of opposition there. But uh, he he stood by that faith and that testimony and testified of it. Um, later on, and not very much later, because this was in October, uh, and this revelation was given uh, very, around that time as well, um, 
he had a dream or a vision. And it says this, quote, In the wake of these encounters, he experienced a vision or dream in which a man came and brought me a roll of paper and presented it to me and also a trumpet and told me to blow it. I told him I'd never blowed any in my life. He says, you can blow it, try it. I put it in my mouth and blowed on it, and it made the most beautiful sound I'd ever heard. The meaning of the dream for Fair would soon become apparent. Close quote. The Sunday after he had this, this vision, vision or revelation, um, Fair was given uh, an opportunity to meet other believers. Um, this time he met Joseph Smith, uh, and he talked about you know the experience that he had. And it was at that time he was in, he was invited to be baptized, and he and he and he was so. And very soon after that, they were given this revelation in Doctrine and Covenants thirty three, and this there knew was his answer to that dream, or it was the dream, um, you know that he had had, that he was given this roll of paper, which was the Doctrine and Covenants section thirty three, the revelation given to him and to Northrop Sweet, um, and also. As in verse 2, it says, For verily, verily, I say unto you, that ye are called to lift your voices as with the sound of a trump, to declare my gospel. Um, he knew that the trumpet was, was his opportunity or call to teach the gospel. Um, let's not forget that, um, you know, he had, he was a very new member of the church. And so, you know, this was a great opportunity for him. Now, in terms of the section, there's, there's a lot of great things in there. But um, I want to look particularly at verses 8 to 10. Uh, it says this, Open your mouths and they shall be filled, and you shall become even as Nephi of old, who journeyed from Jerusalem in the wilderness. Yea, open your mouths and spare not, and you shall be laden with sheaves upon your backs, for lo, I am with you. Yea, open your mouths and they shall be filled, saying, Repent, repent, and prepare ye the way of the Lord, and make his path straight, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, couple of things here that's interesting first of all that it says with sheaves upon your back as we know um this is these revelations given in early doctrine covenants are often given to farmers and to people who work with crops and so this idea of sheaves being on their back is something they'll be very familiar with this is a very positive and fruitful endeavor but also um it, at the rep repetition of open your mouth three times i thought was interesting uh, and L. Tom Perry uh, said this, uh, or talked about this in a talk in General Conference. He said, quote, What would each of us say if we had to open our mouths three times? Uh, if I may, I would like to offer a suggestion. First and foremost, we should declare our belief in Jesus Christ and his atonement. His redeeming act blesses all mankind with the gift of immortality and the potential of enjoying God's greatest gift to man, the gift of eternal life. The second time we open our mouths, we should tell in our own words the story of the first vision. That is, our knowledge of a boy, not quite 15 years of age, who went into a grove of trees, and after sincere and humble prayer, had the heavens open to him. The third time we open our mouths, let us testify of the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. The Book of Mormon complements the Bible in giving us a greater understanding of the doctrines of our Saviour's Gospel. The Book of Mormon is the convincing evidence that Joseph Smith is truly a prophet of God. If the book is true, there was a restoration of the priesthood. If the Book of Mormon is true, then with the power of that priesthood, Joseph Smith restored the Church of Jesus Christ. Close quote. All these are very important things. Um, and as we open our mouths, uh, is something which we should consider, is to remember how uh, we can, um, what we can testify of, what we should be testifying of in his church. Um, and as we do this, 
uh, we need to prepare ourselves to open our mouths with the scriptures. In verse 16 it says of Doctrine and Covenants 33, And the Book of Mormon and the Holy Scriptures are given of me for your instruction, and the power of my spirit quickeneth all things. We need to study the scriptures on a regular basis to be able to have the spirit with us and be prepared to share the, the gospel. Julie B. Beck said this, quote, The Lord has told us that our time should be devoted to the studying of the scriptures and that the Book of Mormon and the Holy Scriptures are given for our instruction. Every woman, and I'll put in here, and man, can be a gospel doctrine instructor, instructor in their home, and every sister in the church needs gospel knowledge as a leader and a teacher. If you have not already developed the habit of daily scripture study, start now and keep studying in order to be prepared for your responsibilities in this life and in the eternities. Close quote. Obviously, that quote was given in a sisters section of General Conference, hence the discussion about sisters and lead and women being leaders in their home. But it applies to everyone, and I think it's something that is well worth remembering. So Ezra there, I think, is a great example of an early missionary. Uh, and this section teaches a lot. Teaches us a lot of things. Of course, I've not been able to cover everything in this short section today, um, or in this short episode today. But obviously, you, I encourage you to study it yourself and share what you've learned uh, on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you very much for listening, and until we meet again. <laughs>